Welcome to Season 3 of Love Unlimited with Helen podcast. In this season, we shall open up our borders and explore the vast richness, abundance, and uniqueness of life. We shall dig deep to learn more about relationships in their every single sense. Our guests for this season are equipped with loads of wisdom and knowledge that I'm also eager to delve into as I learn and grow. Hi, my name is Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach. Love, life and prosperity drive my curiosity and I love delving into all this with joy. What drives you? If you haven't connected with me yet, please make a point to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Let's continue the talk after this podcast on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And my pen name is Guru Helen. You can also learn more about me and what I'm about on www.guruhelen.com. I look forward to connecting more with you. This podcast is sponsored by Popstar Seize Your Center Stage. It is available on handbook and Kindle version. You can get yourself a copy on Amazon.ca, Amazon.com, or better still, you can find it on my website at www.guruhelen.com. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another session with Sarah Willoughby. Today, she is going to take us through one of my favorite things that I always want to learn from, always wanted to do, but my monkey head never lets me. So today, I'm with you on this one. We are going to learn meditation, why we should meditate, how to meditate, types of meditations, and she will also take us through a session. She'll also teach us a bit about energy healing. So today, I am with you in this classroom. And Sarah, welcome again. Thank you for having me. It's so great to be back. All right. In a short word or a few words, what is meditation? So meditation is allowing our mind to be still. So we have between sixty to 70,000 thoughts a day according to Dr. Joe Dispenza, and 90% of those thoughts are repeated from the day before. What? Yes. So when you think about that, our minds don't have much space left for problem-solving, creativity, new ways of thinking and being. Mm -hmm. So we're just regurgitating the same things over and over again. And a lot of those thoughts are critical and very judgmental. And a lot of them are things we would never say to anybody else, right? We are our worst critic and our monkey mind just takes over. And Mm -hmm. so what we're doing is we're actually depriving ourselves of being in the present moment. We're depriving ourselves of the opportunity of being still, being present and actually living life. Yeah. We spend a lot of time dwelling on the past and a lot of time worrying about the future. So the real benefit of meditation is just allowing us to be, not do, and 
lowering stress levels, improving sleep. There are so many health benefits to meditation. But I know when I started years and years ago, Mm. there was this big philosophy around, you know, you had to sit in an uncomfortable position for at least 30 minutes to an hour every day, same time, same place. And it put a lot of people off. But what science is now showing is that we can meditate for just a couple of minutes a day, just focusing on our breath, and it changes our brain, which is great. So now we know that we're not stuck with what we were born with. So Mm. we can actually be co-creators and we can shape our future, which is really, really exciting. So for me, meditation fundamentally changed my life and saved my life which is why I am so excited to share it with other people and why I share it with my clients, why I talk about it on podcasts and will continue to do so because I know the benefits firsthand and I can see how it impacts people and the ripple effect of that. I want to read from that. So I am really so willing to learn today. So it is about letting your mind get still. It's an act of being and not doing. So we do not do when we are meditating, we actually become as we We actually, yeah, we actually do is we, we're in our body. So Mm. when we're meditating, we're in our body, we're not in our mind. And what we've been taught through society, through education, is that we need to think with our minds to get the answers. We need to use our minds. But actually, our bodies are our best vehicles to be able to give us the answers to every single problem that we ever face. Oh, I wish we knew that. (laughs) Exactly. But our bodies are giving us answers all the time. You know, that gut instinct, that gut feeling that something's not quite right, um, that inner knowing. Once we learn how to tune into that through meditation, then we can skip a lot of the hard work and we don't second-guess ourselves. And we live a much freer and more peaceful life. So there's wow. so many, so many benefits uh, to meditating, and and I love this aspect of of my work and what I do because it's easy. The other thing I love about meditation is it's free. Oh, yeah, everybody can meditate. It is accessible to everybody, mm. and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And once you learn how to set up those conditions for yourself, so it's about trial and error, working out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But Mm -hmm. fundamentally, you could sit on a busy train on the way to work and put an alarm on your phone so you don't miss your stop (laughs) and do do a short meditation. Wow. You could do it before you... Do it before you go into a meeting. If you're worried about an important meeting and you're feeling a bit stressed, you could literally sit at your desk for two minutes, close your eyes and focus on your breath and centre and ground yourself. And you will go into that meeting much better prepared, much more still and, and less stressed. And much probably more grounded, yes. Yeah, probably have a better outcome. We learned about it. Why? I know. Why haven't doesn't it? You know, it's something that is so easy, so healthy, so helpful, and yet 
we'd rather stress out until our BP shoots through the roof and we're told you're about to die for you to sign up for a meditation class or even to think about doing it. Before then, you're like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Now, you say there are, you can meditate anytime. There is no particular time that you mm. can meditate. Initially, we used to be told the best time is morning or evening when you're unwinding. Has that changed? For me, I like to be realistic about life. Ah. For some people, they're not a morning person. So getting up and meditating first thing in the morning would just put them back to sleep. Or meditating <laughs> just before they go to bed means they just fall asleep. Yeah. So the best time is, is around your own schedule. When is your house quiet? When can you find that quiet in your life? When are you not just about to rush out of the door and be stressed? Mm -hmm. When have you not got children that you're having to worry about that they're going to walk in the door or, you know, wanting dinner or whatever? Yeah. So it really is about learning what's right for you mm -hmm. and not allowing society to dictate, the you know, what is you. The, preferred, the preferred method. So I still love that. Mm. So I, I meditate. I meditate between the hours of 12 and 2. So what we also know about meditation is that it's more restful than sleep. Mm -hmm. So meditation for me is that thing that I do to re-energise yeah. before I go and pick my children up from school mm -hmm. so that I'm the best version of myself for them for the rest of the afternoon and evening before they go to bed. Boom. So it's an <laughs> It's an energy boost for me. It's a de-stress. It's an opportunity mm. to reflect on my day. And then I'm more productive in the evenings and I can work in the evening once my children have gone to bed. So that works for me. You have to be careful around that time that you don't fall asleep. So mm. even though you can lie down, a lot of people find it painful to sit up to meditate. You can lie down to meditate, but you have to be quite disciplined and make sure that you're not doing it at a time when you're going to fall asleep. Yeah, you'll so, meditate until tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Haven't you taught, is it possible to teach your family to meditate with you? Is that is that something that's doable? Absolutely. It really is. For me, the simplest form of meditation is a breath meditation. And oh. you could sit with your family and you could share with them a very simple breathing meditation that I'm going to share with our audience uh, in a moment um, I've also got an extended version of this breathing meditation which is on my website so people can sign up to my yes. newsletter what's the website it's sarahwillaby.com.au and oh, if willaby.com.au so if people sign up to my newsletter then they will receive their own free download of this breathing meditation which is about eight or nine minutes so it's an extended version of what I'm going to show people Mm -hmm. beginning of meditation um the music is recorded by my son so he plays the guitar music it was a a beautiful collaboration that we started working on last year during lockdown mm. so it's it's very dear to my heart and um and it's nice to have involved him and his creativity in that process so well, it's called from your family to mine <laughs> yes exactly have you listened to my uh podcast yes so the signature tune was made by my son too. Ah, oh, how beautiful. So sometimes you don't need to go far to get 
the the raw materials on there and the genius you need it's right in your backyard so it's a good thing and now i would encourage you to do more of those like you can have more more kinds of meditations with him playing in the backyard you also are by the ocean you can take the guitar and the ocean sounds and have another meditation sounds you you have lots of resources my dear I absolutely do. And nature is a beautiful tool to meditate. We can also meditate in nature. And that's something that I really encourage people to do mm-hmm. because nature is really grounding and helps us to get it out of our head as well. So when you combine those two things, it's very, very powerful. So I often go down to the beach and meditate at the beach and just close my eyes and listen to the sound of the waves, you know, the waves coming in and going out. And it doesn't have to be, I think we think of meditation as something that we do in silence, but we can incorporate the natural environment into that that meditative practice. In the same way that I meditate when I'm swimming in my pool in summer, which sounds crazy because I've got my eyes open. (laughs) You get into this natural rhythm. Ah. The breathing changes. You start to zone out of the world. You start to forget about your to-do list. I'm very present. I can, you know, I've got the sun on my body. I've got the sound of the birds in the background. Mm-hmm. And I can, when I'm swimming on my back, I can watch the clouds and notice the shapes. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's just a really different way of viewing what meditation is and how it can help us to be still. So that's the essence of what meditation is, helping us to be still, helping us to quieten our mind, helping us to de-stress, relax. So there's lots of different ways that we can do it. And that's what I love about meditation is there are so many different ways and we can all find one that works for us. So location doesn't matter. You can meditate in a traffic jam. You can meditate in a noisy bedroom. You can meditate in an office, you can meditate by the ocean, you can meditate by the river or in the forest or up a mountaintop. Yes. Yes. It's like prayer. You can. You don't have to choose a place to pray. You can pray yes. as you even walk into an interview. You just Absolutely. walk into an interview and you're like, oh, Lord, help me to breathe, normally to relax. You're angsty, but that puts you into a grounding form. Now, yeah. before you take us through that session, you said there are several types of meditations. So which yes. types are these? So we will do a very simple breathing meditation, which is a really great place to start. Mm-hmm. And just going back briefly, talking about you can meditate anywhere. Sometimes when you start out meditating, it can be quite good to have one space that you do meditate in. So you can mm-hmm. set up like a focal point. So you could have some flowers or a nice picture and a candle and somewhere quiet. And so your brain automatically associates, this is my quiet time. This is time to meditate. This is time to be still. So that can be quite useful when you start meditating. When you become more proficient and comfortable with meditating, then you naturally learn how to switch off quicker and you can do it anywhere else. So I just wanted to to mention that to people. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful form of meditation that I learned. So I learned meditation many years ago, uh, Buddhist meditation. Wow. So we did walking meditations around the Buddhist center. 
which was really crazy. So you've got a whole room full of people all walking around with your eyes open, but it's almost like you you lower your gaze and yeah. you sort of focus on a spot in front of you. As you walk. And you're very mindful of people around you, but you don't bump into each other. Mm-hmm. And you, as, a, as with swimming, you get into this natural repetitive rhythm and you start to notice the sounds that your body makes and you start to notice where you feel the breath in your body. So you'll notice the feel of your feet touching the ground. You'll notice the rhythm that your body naturally goes into. You'll notice whether you feel the breath in your chest or in your throat or in your nose. Mm-hmm. You'll have a, if you do meditation outside or walking meditation outside, which is beautiful if you go and walk on the beach or in the yeah. forest, so you're combining exercise with fresh air, with and mental and mental exercise too absolutely and beautiful nature like it's it's a really good way to save time if you're busy and you're like I need to meditate but I also want to do some exercise walking meditation is fantastic because it's it's that sort of you know thing that you can do at the same time so walking meditation is very very beautiful you know sometimes I'll just go and walk around my back garden um, if I can't actually go physically go anywhere or I'll go and walk along the beach and just oh, wow. zone out and just be in the moment. And that's really, really liberating and great for mind, body, spirit. I love walking meditation. Wow. I know. There, that's a, sorry. One, and how do you, I've heard people talk about meditation for romance and meditation for grounding and meditation for study those ones are just for the goal the goal of the meditation is what they're giving it as a time it's not really a different kind but it's just a different goal absolutely yeah I think you can also incorporate music and background music into meditation so for some people if they're wanting to meditate to improve study with yeah. music, we know that there's certain vibrations and sounds that help us focus and concentrate in a different way. So you might want to incorporate something yeah. like that. There's yeah. lots of things you can find on YouTube that you can maybe play in the background that might enhance your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's so many different ways to meditate. And I yeah. guess it just at the beginning of your meditation practice, you can set your intention for what it is that you want to get out of the practice. It might literally be, I just want to be still. Yeah, I, just want to, I want to cool down. I just want to be <laughs> less stressed or present. It might yeah. be that you want to open up your heart to welcome in love, romance, and new relationship. Yeah. So that might be your focus. And you might start to do a meditation where you incorporate beautiful pink lights around your heart chakra and ah, you start- white pink by the way I may have a clue but I want just a confirmation why pink pink is beautiful sign of love and yeah so it's just it's divine also it's the energy color of the heart chakra the aura of love yes okay. yes yeah so pink or green for your heart chakra 
yeah so either either works so yeah when when we need to focus on self-love when we're feeling that we're not getting love from other people we need mm. to give it to ourselves and we can just imagine ourselves in a ball of beautiful pink light mm. we can hold a pink crystal rose quartz wow. crystal in our hand I have um, some in my house I have several rose quartz yeah yeah, so there's lots of ways that we can we can incorporate crystals into our meditation practice to mm. enhance that. So if yeah. we're wanting to tap into our intuition, we want to in, improve our psychic skills, um, mm. we can use quartz, uh, clear quartz, and yeah. that, that's helpful, or amethyst. Yeah. So there's lots of different tools and practices and also sound healing. When you're meditating, you can use sound. Yeah. So it's it's huge. There's so many things that you can do to make it interesting and find something that resonates with you. Wow. How about the chants? I've had chants that people say when they're meditating, like repetitive chant. The most popular one is Om. What does it mean? Um, I'm not exactly sure, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's about the vibration and you can feel oh. it in your body. Um, so it really sort of vibrates through your entire body, but I feel it in my heart. And, um, and, it's, and it's also about the way that you breathe when you say it as well. So if you're breathing properly, you can actually say that for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. When you do that with other people, it's very, very powerful. So we do it in yoga practice uh, as well. I do yoga and it's, beautiful it's you know a big group of people all coming together with the same intention holding space for each other and um, it's interesting to hear some people can hold that sound for a very very long time if they're breathing properly because we tend to breathe from up here we tend to breathe from our chest rather than from our diaphragm Mm -hmm. so when you're you know when you're a singer you learn how to breathe properly yeah that is the first lesson (laughs) yeah exactly and when you use your diaphragm (laughs) <laughs> yes so when we when we meditate we're actually helping to relieve the pressure in our rib cage as well we're, we're oh, breathing God. in the right place and sometimes oh. when we meditate it's the first time that we breathe properly all day or maybe even all week you're right you're very right take us through to the meditation class now okay so what we're going to do is just a very simple two three minute meditation so okay. if people are if people are driving when they're listening to this then obviously don't do this part of the exercise switch it off and come back to it mm-hmm. um i don't want anybody to have any accidents so yeah, they said yeah i was listening to guru helen and she said we close our eyes yeah <laughs> exactly we don't we don't want any of that and also people might just start to drift off a little bit even yeah, if they exactly. don't close their eyes yeah mm-hmm. so um that's the only thing that i want to say so yeah. So, okay, so I will talk you through this and people can do it um, either in their own time or with us now. So just take a moment just to make sure that your spine is straight so you're sat up properly in your chair. Mm -hmm. Your feet are firmly planted on the ground. Mm -hmm. And you've got your hands in your lap with your palms facing upward. So that's allowing just the energy to flow properly. And then just gently, if you haven't already, just gently closing your eyes and just taking a few deep breaths in and out, just in your own rhythm.
just allowing yourself to be in this space with nowhere else to be. Giving yourself permission to be here right now. Continuing to breathe in your natural rhythm. With every in-breath, just letting go of all the stress and strain of the day. With every out-breath, just noticing yourself getting more and more relaxed. And as you're breathing in and out, I just want you to notice where you feel the breath in your body. Can you feel it in your nose, in your chest, in your throat? Is it warm or cool? And then we're just going to start a very simple breathing meditation where we're going to breathe in for three, hold for three, and breathe out for three. And we'll do this together for a few breaths, and then I'll leave you to do this in your own time just for a minute. So with your next in-breath, you're breathing in for three, one, two, three, holding for three, one, two, three, breathing out three, one, two, three, breathing in for three, one, two, three, Holding three, one, two, three, breathing out for three, one, two, three. And I'm just going to leave you just for 30 seconds to a minute just to do that in your own time, in your own breath. And just gently bringing your awareness back to the room. Starting to wriggle your fingers and toes. When you're ready, gently opening your eyes.
And if you have a glass of water, you can take a sip of water just to help ground yourself and bring yourself back. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so very much. That was sweet. You're my second guest who has taken us through a breathing session. And after that, I always feel so calm, collected. I feel so good. You can't explain that good. It's not, I'm good, good. It's, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it just, it changes your energy. So, so totally. Yeah. And you just feel, and you can feel the energy shift just in our conversation. Yeah. It just really helps you to either start the day well, end the day well, you know, get through the day. And you can do this frequently throughout the day. So it's just so very simple and that's what I love about it. And it takes away all the, the myths and the, the, the misunderstandings that we have around what meditation is yes. because a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to start because I want to do it properly, whatever that means, and I, <laughs> I don't have 20 minutes to myself every day. Mm-hmm. You know, life life is busy for people, but yeah. what I like to explain is that if we find that, that time for us, even if it's just two minutes every day and we do it for 21 days and then reflect on how we feel after that time and then we start to build up the time that we sit, maybe we then sit for five minutes then maybe we can find 10 minutes. Yeah. We create so much more wow. when we find that time for ourselves. We That's free up our minds, you know, to be able to solve our problems quicker, to be able to be creative. Creativity, and, creative energy loves a calm mind. Absolutely. And that's mm. the other beautiful thing. You can actually get into a meditative state it, just by colouring in. You know, you could sit down with your child and you could colour in a page of a colouring book each mm. and just not, and not talk and just be and you get into that natural state. And there was that fad for many years of, you know, adult colouring in books and, and there's, so there's lots and lots yes. of them. I have a few here in my library. <laughs> yeah, so you can do it that way. You can yeah. embrace colour then. You can, you yeah. can use colour to raise your vibration to get into that natural meditative state, to do something fun. So there's so many different ways and and that's what I love about meditation is it's very versatile and there's lots of different resources available online. Um, Like I said, you know, this is my free meditation on my website. I also have a number of other meditations. I've got a candle flame meditation where you you sit and you look at a candle flame. That enables you to get still and quiet and gives you something to focus on. Mm-hmm. So that's another beautiful way to meditate. So, yeah. I'm so, Esther, I'll just have to go on your website and also get me some. I know <laughs> I do better when my eyes are closed. I can, why not try one, try one with candles? Why not? Or a picture. I've Absolutely. seen people... I've seen uh, a guru who teaches on uh, temperaments, how to not temper, like people who are agitated with a lot of stress and anxiety. And he was teaching a client to stop running around and to focus. Like they were told, paint something. They were they were told to paint anything, and then they painted one of the lady of the clients who was a lady 
draw a very nice painting. And then she was told to take it to her study, the room where she does all her reading or business. And she was told to put a couch there or a puff seat and sit yeah. looking at that painting and say what that painting is about and think about it. When she sitting there, she should think about nothing else but that painting. She thought the guru was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to sit down on this puff seat and just think about this painting that I painted? And he said, yeah, for how long? Until you've exhausted all ideas about that painting. So the lady sat there the first time, I think it was five minutes. The second time it was 10 minutes. The third time it was an hour. Wow. And she's the, or the time she says, when the only time she's not running around is when she's sleeping. Yeah. So she learned to stop running and focus on one thing slowly. And because of that, she had so many allergies that were caused by anxiety. She had, I think, a type of eczema. She had digestive issues. She had migraines. And just by learning to stop running and to focus, her migraines reduced drastically. Yes. And then she was given what is ayurvedic uh, foods to treat and to help her change the eczema. By the time she was done, I think the eczema was gone in a month. So I'm like, yes, we might want to think these guys to be cuckoo, meditating and focusing and all that. We think it's crazy. But in essential truth, that's who we are. We need to stop, go down, look inwards to be able to perform best outwards. Now, Absolutely. I've talked enough. You see, now you've made me go back to the talking of meditation and meditation. And you told <laughs> us in your last, in your last, uh, our last uh, session that meditation help you, helped you learn to heal yourself. And you also learned Reiki, Reiki healing. Yes. What is Reiki healing? So Reiki healing, Reiki is a Japanese form of energy healing. Mm-hmm. So it is a very gentle yet powerful healing modality. Yeah. So you can do it sat, so the Reiki practitioner can work with the client sat in a chair or you can be lying down if mm-hmm. the client is fully clothed. Mm-hmm. And there's two forms of Reiki, so one where you either place hands very gently in certain positions on the body or mm-hmm. some people have learnt it where they hover the hands over the body. So the way oh. that I do it is is through physical touch. Okay. But it's very, but it's very, very gentle. Mm-hmm. And Reiki is self-healing. So Reiki is about enabling the person to get still, to heal themselves, mm-hmm. and to help answer their the problems to their uh, the answers to their find the answers to their problems. So it is, we are just the facilitator. So we're just the channel. So we're Mm. connecting with the energy from the universe and we are helping the client to tune into that. So no sessions are ever the same. It is amazing what will come up. So some people will find that they have physical pain that comes up that we can then help to resolve. Sometimes emotional pain comes up and Mm. it can bring up tears. People can see coloured lights. 
people can connect with their loved ones and spirit. There are all sorts of amazing things that can happen through an energy healing session. We just need to be brave and be open-minded and open our hearts and minds to that possibility. Um, I know in one of the sessions that I had with a client, it was one of her very first sessions, and she said to me at the end of the session, she said, I didn't want to say anything, but when you closed the door, I saw a little boy come into the room. And she said, I didn't want to say anything because I thought you would think I was crazy. <laughs> I said, you're talking to me. Like anything goes in my world, you know, So because um, I've also trained as a medium. So for me, that's just normal. You are a medium. Yes, yeah. So wow. I'm, not a, I'm not a practicing medium at the moment in terms of I've stopped doing public demonstrations of mediumship mm-hmm. at the spiritualist churches. I've taken a year off to focus on my own spirit and soul. Mm-hmm. But but I can still connect with people through in sessions. Um, so I always ask the client if they're open, if something happens or somebody wants to connect, then are they open to that? Um, that's not what Reiki is predominantly about, but that's just something that happens in my sessions reiki is fundamentally about allowing the person to heal themselves and to heal um, old wounds and really get to the root cause of their issues because we tend to just put a band-aid over things and we tend to treat the symptoms and Mm -hmm. not not the root cause absolutely so Yeah, so it's really beautiful. And the other thing that I love about it selfishly is that when I give Reiki, I also receive Reiki. So it's a double benefit. It's a full circle. Absolutely. And that's why I encourage people to learn Reiki for themselves because then they can benefit from it, but they can also help other people as well at the same time. So it's, it's a very... Yeah, it's changed my life. It's fundamentally changed my life. I went from working, you know, 10 years in corporate HR, spending six years at university, constantly using my mind. And the stress. Absolutely, really stressed. That's why I learned meditation in the first place. And then just really connecting with my heart, my intuition, allowing myself to be guided through life. And it led me initially to meditation and then Reiki and then writing, and then mediumship, and coaching, and... Wow, you are a gem. Thank you. What's your energy aura? An energy aura? Mm-hmm. So people's aura is what's constantly around them, and it, and it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see people's auras as different colours. Um, So the perfect way to do that is to for somebody to sit like you are against a white background Mm -hmm. and sort of get into a bit of a meditative state and you can see, some people can see colours, some people know colours, they just have this gut in. Um, So people experience it in different ways. Mm -hmm. But I think for me the most powerful session I ever experienced was when I was at a mediumship retreat and two mediums who were also the teachers were sat next to each other. And one was working as the, um, they were providing the energy to the other one. They would, mm-hmm. they were sort of like the battery, I guess. Is yeah, the charger, yeah. And um, she was going into this sort of altered state and I could see this bright green light between them. Like just, wow. it was so crazy. It was 
amazing. And um, and they were married and they had a beautiful connection, which is why they were able to work in that oh. way. But when you see it and when you experience it, it's beautiful. But your aura changes and um, sometimes we have it too far out. So mm. we're then connecting our energy with other people's and we're absorbing other people's energy and we, and we really shouldn't be. So sometimes we have to sort of bring it in and sort mm. of keep it a bit closer to ourselves. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's a whole other topic in itself too. You know, there's just so many different. When we open our hearts up to energy, there yeah. is just so much we can experience through through color, through crystals, through you know, hands-on healing, through mm. meditation, through our own experiences. But yeah, it's it's very exciting. It's funny. I I we didn't have that in plan, but I had to. I just came on my head. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And I'm seeing yours to be very pink and blue. I think it's because of the clothes you're wearing, but I can feel a lot of pink around you. Yeah. So that would be right because when I talk about my work, I'm in my heart space. I love mm. what I what I do. It's when I'm my best version when I'm working and I'm talking about what I do. So that would absolutely make sense. And I feel very connected to you. So we've got that connection. Oh, absolutely. That would, um, yeah. There we go. That's amazing. I've had an experience. I'm getting goosebumps now. I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows what will happen? You see, you open you open yourself up a little bit more. So yeah. what I would say to you is keep your heart and mind open because you might start to get subtle messages. You might Messages yeah. have been given to yeah. us constantly by the universe. That's we just true. need to to learn how to tune into them you know we could do a whole other session on you know what are our spirit who are our spirit guys and our spirit animals and what are the signs and how can we yeah. learn to connect with our sign you know one of I my that. for me yeah. it doesn't look like sometimes I don't think it's channeling that I'm doing for instance today morning we were talking with my husband and we were talking about I think what I was talking to him about a book I'm reading about and the the story of uh, emotions and letting go. And right at that moment, we were watching a TV and a documentary talks about the exact same thing. I was like, "Uh, this is weird because we were talking while the TV was going on. And then we look at the TV and I'm like, did you see that? The connection? And it happens sometimes when you're like, yeah, that's an affirmation of what you were talking about. And sometimes it's actually directed towards you, like maybe me, myself, like you need to learn to let go. You need to let go. As you share this, this is a specific message to you. Yeah, see, I take that as the confirmation from the universe that you're on the right path. You're exactly where you need to be in that moment Mm -hmm. and that you're focusing on the right thing. It's It's that validation for you. That you are you're doing what you need to do that that's mm-hmm. important for you um I used to believe in coincidences and some people would put say that that was a coincidence I don't believe in coincidences I believe yeah, in they don't exist no I believe in synchronicity so synchronicity is when a series of events line up um mm-hmm. and uh, and patterns and and you start to notice things and so for me that's that's amazing when we learn how to tune into that and be aware of that but you know, I've literally had um, moments of, I remember once I was working in my garden and I was having a really bad day and I was feeling really down and and confused and am I on the right path? 
So I was weeding my garden and um, and I asked Archangel um, Michael um, whether I was on the right path. So Archangel Michael is um, beautiful. He's known for this beautiful blue light. Yes. yes. This, this colour that, that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, okay, I need a sign right now. I need a sign right now. It was very demanding. And as I was working through the soil, I found this beautiful blue stone, beautiful, bright, the same colour as the top I'm wearing, so royal blue. Wow. I still have that. My children love it. And it appears randomly in my house at the right moments. I never know where it is, but sometimes it will just appear on the floor in front of me. Um, and, And for me, it was like that just shows you how specific you can be and how much can come to you when you just open your heart and mind. There is no way that I have never, I've never been in that part of the garden. I didn't know it was there. I know that the children hadn't put it there because, you know, it was nothing else. But that was one of the biggest signs I've ever had. So, Wow, that's something profound. Yeah. And that's just one of many, many examples. So wow. that's, how I, that's how I live my Please life make sure you put that. make sure you put that in your book. Yes, yeah. I've got lots of – I've got another, another book. Is, another book. Yeah, yeah that's another. a miracle manifestation. And people need to know these things do exist and that you have experienced them. You're not giving hearsay like so and so said. It is first hand. And most people like first hand testimonies as opposed to third party talk. So when it's first hand, yeah. it's more deeper, more profound, and people get to understand. Now, if people want to learn how to heal themselves using meditation in Reiki, where do they find you? So people can find me through my website, so sarahwillaby.com.au. Mm-hmm. I'm also on LinkedIn, so Sarah Willoughby 2019, mm-hmm. and also on Facebook and Instagram, Sarah Willoughby Australia. So basically search for my name. And, and then you add Australia. Yeah. So, um, and I love connecting with people. So, yeah, I'd love people to say hi. And um... <laughs> one last advice to those of us, and uh, not particularly me, who think that meditation is for crazy heads. I think if you are very science based and if you kind of want results, you want to to find something to persuade you to start meditating. Give it a try. To start, go to Deepak Chopra's website and there is a lot of research that has been done and studies that have been done where they've taken groups of people through eight weeks of meditation and all the benefits that it has had for those people and how it's helped them reduce anxiety and depression and sleep better and lower cholesterol and various other things. So I am somebody who I like to gather information as well and to analyse stuff and to know that it's from a trusted source. But Deepak Chopra has spent years studying meditation, as has Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah, I actually follow Deepak on Instagram and YouTube. So I do get some of his talks about universe, about the energies. 
And he's a very eloquent teacher. So it doesn't matter what you think. Just give him a moment of your time and listen. Yes. And Dr. Joe Dispenza is also amazing. He's a scientist. Very clever man. I've been very blessed. reading a book right now about him. He's reading right now as we speak. (laughs) Yes. And his meditations are very, very powerful. I've Mm. had some crazy things happen when I've done his meditations. So you know, and and his story is incredible. So I encourage people to connect with him and follow his work. And um, yeah, there's just there's so many resources out there. And I believe that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I don't need to add on to that. I think you've told them what they need to hear. If you're scientific and need proof, look through this links that we'll put on this YouTube. I'll put Sarah Wallabies, I'll put Deepak Chopras, I'll also put Dr. Dispenza. Just learn. You learned math, you learned English. You didn't like it, but you still went ahead and believed it works. But look at this one. It's about you. It's about your life. It's about you healing yourself. You learning to be a better person. You learning to be a better voyager in this planet. Take time to grow yourself. And Sarah, thank you for holding our hands today. I am so grateful to the universe and to all the energies that put us in the same path. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on again. And I've loved our connection and I love everything you're doing. So thank you for shining your beautiful light and everything that you're bringing to the world. We will talk some more. This is not the end. Don't think you're off the hook for another session. I might call you just again. (laughs) I'd love that. That would be my absolute pleasure. But for now, thank you, and I wish you very many blessings. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. And that is all we had for today. I'm glad that you learned something, you grew, you enjoyed, and I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast, share, so that your friends can also learn a thing or two from the platform. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Helen Juma, or at Guru Helen on Instagram, Facebook. This podcast was sponsored by Popstar. Get yourself a copy on www.guruhelen.com. And until next week, where we shall invite another guest, learn, grow, and love some more. This is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all.